Monday, January 29th, and welcome to the Super Bowl. 49ers fans, you're in it. It happened. The improbable happened at Levi's Stadium on Sunday night. The biggest deficit, halftime deficit ever erased in an NFC title game was done in part by Brock Purdy's legs, Brandon Ayuk's ability to focus and concentrate and catch a football, Christian McCaffrey getting into the end zone, and Dan Campbell playing this game like he was a drunk college kid in Madden, just saying, I'm not punting, man. I'm not kicking field goals. I'm just going for it on fourth down. I mean, that's, that's something you do in Madden. That is something that you do in Madden. Dan Campbell couldn't get out of regular season mode to meet that postseason moment. And after an overwhelming regular season, the 49ers have not been in overwhelming mode here in this postseason, but it does not matter. No opinion even be offered, not necessary. All you got to do is reach Las Vegas, and the 49ers have done that. The suffocating pressure to play under the guise of you are either in the Super Bowl or your bums, like that's enough to suffocate an awful lot of football teams, healthy, ready to go, experienced or not. Like that is a tough roof to live under. You're in the Super Bowl or all of you suck. That's a, that's, that's a tough place to work from. It really is. That's a tough place to be working from. And the 49ers did it. The 49ers did it. Did they get away with a little bit of football murder? Yes, they did. Uh, do they have run issues, which we will illuminate and talk about all week long in terms of stopping the run? Yes, they do. Are they absolutely loaded to bear for sure going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl? No, they are not. Let's see. There's a big, big football game with a very, very good quarterback and a hell of a coach who's given enough time you know, has proven himself. You give Andy Reid a couple weeks to prepare for you, you're usually in trouble. But what an opportunity for Brock Purdy, for Kyle Shanahan. You know, we talk about legacy games, right? Legacy. We are at legacy moments. And everyone's perception of everything San Francisco 49ers can change dramatically in the next couple of weeks. Look at this. Our good sponsor, Uncle Boys is coming in with an over-the-top $50 super chat right off the rip. Not, not, nothing to say. Just Damon, 50 spot. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Uncle Boys. By the way, we'll maybe apply that to the invoice that we're going to be sending you at the end of this week. But uh, look, it is a hell of a journey that is not over yet. And at halftime, it looked like, oh, this journey might be over. It really did. Now, I'll tell you, the way the confidence was wavering, if, you, if, you, if your confidence was wavering a tad at halftime, I get it. I also saw people saying this game's over at 7-0. 7-0 Lions, the faithful, were rattled right off the rip. If 7-0 Lions is going to rattle you, what would 7-0 Chiefs do? That's why I think if the 49ers win the coin toss in the Super Bowl, they should take the ball. They should take the ball. Try to turn the game on its head a little bit. Instead of doing things the way you always do them, Kyle, do it a little unexpected. Might even catch the Chiefs off guard a little bit. Brock Purdy, 
20 of 31 passing attempts, 267 yards, a touchdown, an interception, a passer rating of 89, but where he got it done big time was for five carries and a playoff career high of 48 rushing yards. Lamar Purdy last night put the 49ers into the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Unbelievable game that had an eight-minute stretch that is one of the more improbable, hard-to-see coming eight-minute stretches we've ever seen in any football game I've ever watched anyways. The 49ers made a 17-point lead just evaporate before some people got back from a beer line. It just all happened so fast. It all happened so quick. It all happened so dramatically. And it happened because Dan Campbell went for it when he should have settled for field goals and settled for a field goal in the moment where he probably should have went for it. Bruce Bochy was an incredible manager. And what made him so good at what he did is he realized that regular season baseball doesn't win in the postseason. So Boach would have incredibly short leashes. Like he wouldn't wait one or two batters to see if he trusted this moment. His gut would tell him this moment is over and he'd go get his pitcher. Dan Campbell has been on the side of aggressive analytics since the day he took over the Lions job. He has had a tremendous amount of success on fourth down. He has turned the Lions culture around with how aggressive and how successful he's been on fourth and short all year. But you got to play the game that you are in. And as I said with Larry on Wake Up this morning, it wasn't even about the score. At the time, Dan Campbell was thinking, I can't settle for a field goal here. I need to score again. The score didn't matter as much as possessions mattering. The 49ers were running out of football game. Of course, you never want to settle for three when you could go get six. But when you're up by 17, settling for three in this moment is the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. And Dan Campbell, he got right up to the right thing to do, and he kept it in I'm Dan Campbell regular season aggressive mode. And because of that, I mean, I don't know when the not, the, 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 are, are, how about this? Presuming that the Lions are going to be just in the NFC championship game again and again. Again, the Lions could never live under the roof that the 49ers have been living under for three straight years in a row. If you lose the NFC championship game, you're a bum. If you go to the Super Bowl, maybe we'll think you were a good football team when it's all said and done. Like the Lions are never going to get quite treated that way, but I'm going to tell you that's a devastating loss. In a franchise that is defined by devastating and rough losses, that might be the toughest ever. Seriously, I, I don't know when the Lions are going to have a better chance to get to the Super Bowl than being up 24-7 to at halftime of the NFC title game. How much, how much are you going to the Super Bowl in that moment? What happens when you get to the graphics of winning and they just all come crashing down? Oh, devastation for the Lions. A lot of Lions fans got into Levi Stadium. Respect to that. Again, it's their biggest moment in any living Lions fan's life, basically. If you've got the means and the ends to spend enough money to get your, your, your tickets at Levi's, you did it. Because nothing is guaranteed after this. 
For a minute, it all looked like the Lions were guaranteed to go to the Super Bowl, but they're not. They are not. It's the San Francisco 49ers going, which means I am going, which means you are going. We're going together, Plusers. We're going together. Are you ready to go to Vegas? I wish you could be there with me. I'm going to do everything possible to make sure that you're there with me by sending an incredible amount of content your way. And it's really great to have you here. Thank you for an incredible first year over on YouTube. Over 16,000 strong in subscribers now. Nearly 100 members of the initiated are, uh, are have assembled. The Super Chats have been awfully generous. Thank you so very much. But again, if all you want to do is hit like or subscribe, oh, it goes an awful long way to supporting what it is we're doing over here. And what it is we're doing over here is watching one man cover a Super Bowl better than two sports talk stations. And then you put this man together with another man named Larry, then all of a sudden you've got, what, the most popular brand new morning show in all Bay Area sports? Feels like there's going to be more wake up coming down the pipe soon. Looking forward to that. And uh, I'm looking forward to going to Vegas, baby. And how about Jillian, who on her birthday watches the Niners punch their ticket to the Super Bowl? So she had a good weekend. I've been up early, early this morning. I went in and did a segment with Gianna over on KPIX. She is going to the Super Bowl because they are hosting the Super Bowl on, on what, CBS this year. So they're the CBS affiliate. They're going to get some nice Bellagio fountain staging possibly. And um, I'm really looking forward to hanging out with Larry and Gianna and my man Ike who is doing an awful lot to underwrite this trip to the Super Bowl. My man Ike has supported this station, this channel, incredibly. And I thank him very much for doing so. And I want you to have a delicious sandwich. And I want you to have it today. You want to celebrate the fact that the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl? Get some Ikes. Uh, if you got a, uh, a sign-up for Ikes Rewards, you know what you've also got? You've got yourself... Um, rewards points coming to you. Every single point the 49ers score in the postseason, every single one of them is uh, an automatics Ike's rewards point for those who are among the initiated and have downloaded the app over there. 34 membership points, getting free sandwiches coming your way thanks to the 49ers. So sign up with Ike's and get ready for a... Uh, an, an awful lot coming up between me and Ike and maybe some discounted sandwiches for all of you Plusers. Uh, loyalty means an awful lot over here and to him, and that's my guy. Speaking of loyalty, again, we've already saw Uncle Boys dip in with a generous super chat today. Thank you. Good for ball, bad for ball this Friday. Should be very interesting. Uh, we want to, as always, tell you about Dr. Paul Hughes, who is sponsoring Post Game and Damon. When you see me going live at the two-minute warning, I hope you plan on being there for the Super Bowl. But Dr. Paul Hughes has made my knees feel better, and I'm going to be able to go walking and traipsing all around Las Vegas and not have my knee barking at me because of the cellular therapy that I had injected into my knee. Use code word HUNTER. When you're seeing Dr. Paul Hughes, offices are in San Mateo, 
orthopedicsurgeries.com is the website that you need to go to if you want to avoid an orthopedic surgery. How about that? And if you want to make any wagers on the big game, of course, go to mybookie.com, excuse me, mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag, and use promo code DAMON when you sign up for a 50% deposit match up to $1,000. And again, here comes the Super Bowl, so you're going to want a place to go and throw down a saw buck or two along the way. Uh, what do we got here? We got RIP Cougar Rebel saying, what's up, Damon? Hello, I haven't been able to catch live shows recently. Been busy, kind of under the weather. Happy to be back. Congrats, Niners faithful. Fuck the Chiefs. You hope. You hope. Boy, that's a good football team. <laughs> Boy, they're that this, this is not going to be an easy Super Bowl. I don't think there is such a thing as an easy Super Bowl, but Patrick Mahomes, he gets his mail in the Super Bowl, basically. And, you know, the 49ers got no track record of success against the Kansas City Chiefs since Kyle took over. I mean, they've had one more, they've had more quarterback torn ACLs against the Kansas City Chiefs than they have wins. It's rough out there, folks. But what a game. What a game. The 49ers get it done when they needed to get it done. Albert, Albert Kwan says, Damon Niners now 2-0 and in their last two victories where they had to come back from more than seven down. How about that? The team that can't win unless they're front running has come from off the lead lap to win two postseason games, which I think you could also argue are two of the more disappointing afternoons of football we've actually seen out of this team all year long. They're at, the 49ers haven't even come close to putting together four quarters in the same game yet this postseason. And if you're telling me they're saving their best for last, and that's what the Chiefs are going to have to deal with, the very best the 49ers have played this entire postseason, I'd say sign me up for that, and you better sign the Niners up for that because it's going to take nothing short of that to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Kyle is on a roll. What? 2.30 went behind, yada, yada. Oh, 2-30 and 30 now. That's right. 2-30 and 30 went behind. I remember that. Yeah. They, they uh, again, the people who want to tell you that the Niners aren't good at this are having a rough week out there, aren't they? Even though it hasn't been pretty and they got a little thing, a few things to point at and say, well, that wasn't good enough or this isn't good enough or that'll get you beat in the Super Bowl, this, that, that, blah, 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 blah. You know what also might get the Kansas City Chiefs beat in the Super Bowl, getting shut out in the second half and the Ravens did that. Had Brock Purdy thrown into triple coverage in the end zone, needing a touchdown to climb back into a championship game like Lamar Jackson did, he would be being ripped from pillar to post everywhere. How's the media coming down on Lamar today? How's the media coming down on Dan Campbell today? Oh, that's right. Neither the Ravens nor the Lions are a big enough story for anyone to care about to where you got to go sinking your teeth into sometimes pretend or false topics to get attention. Because if you're talking about the 49ers, people are going to pay an awful lot of attention to you. If you're talking about the Ravens, less attention. If you're talking about the Lions, even less attention. Again, America's sweetheart is still a sweetheart because... No one's gotten sick of them yet. 
And the Lions were a brand new shiny thing. We had never seen the Lions in an NFC championship game. What does that even look like? Well, now we find out and it looks like this. From their head coach's standpoint, a few players who dropped some huge balls along the way. The fumble by Gibbs, just oh, everything that had to break the Niners' way in about an eight-minute series there did. Unbelievable, unbelievable game. Nick Bosa, we have had we, we you know we've we've had some heat on Nick Bosa here on this channel, and rightfully so. He had not been getting home. Pressures are good, sacks are better. The only time that you hear that you know sacks aren't the most important thing out there is when they're not happening, and people are still trying to justify and say this is still okay over here. You got to look in between the numbers to find it. Yeah, okay, or just sack the quarterback. Why don't you do that? Nick Bosa did that twice. He is now more career postseason sacks than any other Niner ever. Kyle Shanahan is now 8-3, giving him the greatest postseason winning percentage in 49ers coaching history. Brock Purdy is a win away from matching Ben Roethlisberger's five playoff wins over his first two seasons. He would be only the second quarterback who ever did that. Brock Purdy... um, just made the right choices in plays when he had to. Oh, those the scrambles. Brock Purdy runs the 49ers to the Super Bowl. I don't think I had that one. I didn't have it playing out quite like that. A career high 48 playoff rushing yards for Brock Purdy. And every single one of them was needed. 49ers become the first team in NFL history to be down 17 or more points at halftime of a conference championship game and win. And now that they have one, they are off to the Super Bowl with their 38 playoff wins already. That is the most in NFL history. Number 39 would be the Super Bowl. Go get number 39 if you're the 49ers. And this is the eighth trip to the Super Bowl in franchise history. Only the New England Patriots have been to more Super Bowls. They've been to 11. The Cowboys, the Denver Broncos, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and now the San Francisco 49ers have gone to eight Super Bowls. Well, the Niners will be going. Hasn't happened yet, but it's guaranteed. That's the game. Look at it this way. No other team is going to show up in the Super Bowl other than the 49ers from the NFC. I'm pretty sure of that. So they're going. Um, What a night. What a night for Levi's Stadium, and I bagged on that place. It got loud and intimidating in there. It did. It did. It translated, came right through the TV that that place was rocking in that third quarter when the Niners were making their near-historic comeback. Well, it's not near-historic. It is an historic comeback when it comes to being 17 down in the NFC title game. It has never, ever happened before. Oh, and by the way, Uncle Boys is saying, I'm just spreading, just sprinkling it, baby. Just sprinkling it. He made a bet at the beginning of the season. Thanks, Brocky, for getting him into the win column. Well, then thank you for the sprinkle. I appreciate it, Uncle Boys. I would have been happy with a free order of lumpia. I really would have been. 
So look, sip of the day has already gone past. Wake up was awesome with Larry this morning. We had a really fun time. There's a show for you to go check out later today. If you haven't checked it out, I know so many of you watch Wake Up and then come right over here. And again, thank you so much for supporting this channel and what I'm doing. And the fact that in year one, we get to take this channel to the Super Bowl is no small thing happening. It's unbelievable that this has happened. I mean, the timing of laying me off, writing. Here's the thing. Radio probably thought when we got rid of Damon, we're not going to have to worry about him anymore. Well, unfortunately, you laid off Damon during, uh, you know, a run to the Super Bowl, which he covers better than anybody. So, you know, just every element of the radio business is making mistakes and screwing up and I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to get to Vegas. And uh, I, I've, I've already beaten coverage of some of these radio stations in past Super Bowls. Why would I stop now? And I'll be able to do that because you are all leaning forward and in. You feel invested over here, and I feel invested in you guys. Talk to JJ on Friday, his father in hospice care. What an awesome evening for JJ and his father in that NFC championship game. True Blue Forever says, do any of these Jimmy G tendencies, got anybody else worried? What are the Jimmy G tendencies that you're talking about? Because I see a guy who plays way above Jimmy G tendencies when I look at Brock Purdy. Jimmy G 100% isn't going to the Super Bowl if he were in Sunday night's game at Levi Stadium. The Niners aren't going. Brock got this done. There are moments where, and they weren't, there weren't many of them, but there were moments where the defense rose to the occasion. Obviously, the Gibson Jr. fumble, forced fumble, recovered by Eric Armstead was just a devastating moment for the Detroit Lions in this game. Devastating as everything that could be going into the Niners' way and momentum is shifting from one sideline to the other, that happens. Followed by a three and out. I mean, everything that could go wrong for the Lions in a big moment felt like it did. Sam Bruno Mike says, Look, Dan Campbell was on the riverboat last night. He was going for it on fourth like it's normal. And and you know, Mike. For the Lions, it has been the normal thing to do all year long. The Lions got to this game by being aggressive on fourth down, and they're not going to the Super Bowl because Dan Campbell chose to stay aggressive when he should have been throwing out analytics for the feel of the football game that he was in. Again, it's not even about score at this point in the game. It's about the 49ers are running out of possessions. The 49ers might have three or four more possessions in this entire game. So going up by three possessions is a big deal. And he didn't do it. And, you know, even if you wanted to excuse the first one and say, all right, I still didn't like to play call because you're getting, what, seven yards to pop on the ground and you got the ball in the air. And Goff threw a good ball. Receiver just dropped it. Was that Reynolds? The uh, the drops failed the Lions. I think the play call failed the Lions. 
Dan Campbell not feeling the game. Certainly, even if you want to debate that there was a fourth and short to pick up early where they got stuffed, how are you not kicking to tie the game? How are you not kicking to tie the game when you're in field goal range down three? I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I think the thing that I can't believe the most is just how ominous that entire game started for the 49ers. I mean, it looked like it was an awful start. I mean, it, it didn't look like it. It was. When the first quarter was over, it was 14-0 Detroit. Purdy had had two passes batted down at the line of scrimmage, which is never a good harbinger of things to come. And then you had Moody miss his first field goal attempt, so that makes everybody tight and unhappy. You got Detroit going for 10.8 yards per carry in the first quarter alone. The Lions outgained the 49ers 137 offensive. It was they had 137 offensive yards and already 86 yards on the ground by the time the first half was over. The Lions had outgained the 49ers 280 to 131. And it wasn't just razzle-dazzle flea flickers getting them. They were beaten at the point of attack, getting their butts whipped right there on the line of scrimmage. Normally, when you're getting your butts whipped on the line of scrimmage, that's not a football game you come back and win. They did. Irwin saying, thank you, Dan Campbell. I mean, it wasn't quite coaching negligence, let's give Dan a game ball. But he held the door open for the 49ers to come through. There's no doubt. Sporticus says, I did tweet at half that the Lions were checking all boxes on how to win the game, but there was a whole half left. Again, look, a lot of ball game left. There was a lot of ball game left, and I remember tweeting at halftime, like all the Niners really need is one of the great halves in the history of their franchise. And if they get that, they can still be going to the Super Bowl. And that's what they got. That's what they got. Wow. What a game. What a game. And yeah, thank you, Lions wide receivers, for your timely drops. Oh, they were very well-timed. There is no doubt about that. Old Dirty Hungris says, look, Dan Campbell is supremely likable, but he was off yesterday, kicking when he should have stepped on our throats, going for it when he should have kicked, just a more likable riverboat Ron. I don't know if that's a bad comp. That's a pretty good comp. Again, Dan had had an awful lot of success being that aggressive in the regular season. Postseason and regular season are two totally different things. And normally it takes you a couple dances in the postseason to figure that out. The lesson handed to Dan Campbell by the football gods and the Niners last night, that's going to stay with him. He's not just some big-jawed meathead. He's more than that. But he got a little too aggressive when he shouldn't have. And the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. Doesn't get much better than that, 49ers fans. Again, thank you to Ikes, to Dr. Paul. Thank you to my boys, Uncle Boys, for getting it done. I want to hop into the chats. I've been going since 
5.50 this morning when my alarm went off so I could join Gianna on KPIX. I'm sure we're going to be hanging out in, in Vegas together. Larry and I are going to be hanging out in Vegas together. I got people who are already in the chat inviting me to hang out in Vegas with them because they're going. I Look, we will put the flag up and we'll tell you where we are and hopefully we can get together and hang out a bit because this is going to be a fun business trip. Oh, man, it's going to be a good time. What is this? This is uh, Parody Larry. Hi, Damon. I love when that classless rapper Eminem was flipping off 49ers fans early. Well, look, flipping off the world is kind of Eminem's brand. So none of that surprised me, nor did it offend me. I just hope everybody pointed his direction to the parking lot. Hey, Marshall, it's that way. The parking lot's that way. Take it back to eight mile. <laughs> Old Dirty Hungus. Respect the team. Respect those fans. There will be bigger competition than the Cowboys and the Eagles going forward. There's a part of me that agrees with that. There's a part of me that agrees that the, the Packers and the Lions have established themselves as up-and-coming young teams to beat. Everyone else might get old fast and quickly overnight. That all that That could all be on the table. But it's also hard to envision like, oh, yeah, the, the Lions are just going to be back in the NFC title game next year. This is not a franchise that is dripping with a lot of success, much less repeat success. Lore. Hi, how are you doing today? Fine. Thank you very, very much for asking. I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. Damon, are you doing a ticket giveaway? You know what? Bother the, the stations, the, the, bother the team's flagship for that. We're not quite there yet. We're not quite at the giving away Super Bowl tickets portion of the stations, this channel's existence, but you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. There's no way Mr. Beast was giving away cars in year one like he is now. Tiger Tank says. I wonder if we'll see Sports Bane at the club in Vegas with the baddies. I wonder if Sports Bane is going. I didn't know if he's a, if, if he got credentialed or not. I don't know. We'll have to find out together. Let's be real, Damon. They can't afford you anymore. Well, here's the thing. Even though that company is bankrupt, both financially and morally, uh, it's still cutting millions of dollars worth of paychecks. They could have left me in that equation since, you know, I had the most listened to sports talk show in the market. You would have assumed. But nope. The world, here's the thing. I'm glad it happened the way it did because the world is moving in this direction. Again, I, 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 I'm going to go to Radio Row and just basically tell everyone, uh, excuse me, attention, everyone, you are all going to get shot in the dark, in the back of the head, walking into the game room, just like Joe Pesci one day. Better get it over to YouTube as fast as you can before the market gets flooded. This has been a friendly warning from your good friend, Damon. Maybe, maybe I can help out Radio Row by just sending that message. We'll look at Parody, 
Parody Larry says, and then Niners fans got the last laugh by giving him the double Brock birdie. We're trying just a little too hard there, but I appreciate it. I really do. Absolutely, Otis. Shout out Gianna. Shout out Gianna. Hey, Damon, don't forget, I'm listening to you down here in Fresno. Peter, thank you very much. I don't think the state radio station reached Fresno. So, again, we're getting calls from Iceland at one point. This, is the, this whole internet place is certainly the place to be. Damon, who do you think? Who do you think Al's son is rooting for in the Super Bowl? Oh, Mark Davis. What, 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 who do you root for? Who do you root for? Your old geographical rival or your arch nemesis? Either way, if we had to draft two teams that Mark Davis would pick out of the hats first and second to never win a Super Bowl on his home stadium's field, those are the two teams in the Super Bowl. I can't think of a more embarrassing, I can't believe it has to be one of these two teams' Super Bowl for Mark Davis. It just shows you, as far away as you move from Oakland, you're still the Raiders. And the Raiders catch none breaks, none, and caught one, caught none this time around. Unbelievable. Niners are in the Super Bowl. By the way, lost in this weekend, this championship weekend, is one of the best NBA games you'll ever watch in your life. Yes, the Warriors were on the wrong side of the decision, but double overtime with LeBron and Steph putting on virtuoso performances on Saturday night, that was awesome. That was awesome. Jonathan Kaminga is the Warriors' second best player and needs to be treated as such the rest of the way. And there you go. There is your other thing to talk about on today's show. I want to spend the rest of today's show. We're not going formally to Club Plus. We're just in Club Plus mode the rest of the day. Let's see what we got going on here in the chat. This is uh, Tony. We did it, faithful. Poetic justice loading. I, I hope so. I hope you're right. Steve, Steve Peckeraton, Peckertron. I always, I always screwed that last name up, Steve. It's because you put that big O up and I just, I don't read it well. Let's call, let's just call him Steven Pecker. Uh, having an Ike sandwich right now. Might need my knee looked at soon. These sponsors are spot on. Exactly. Exactly. Harmony. Delivering for your sponsors, something that just doesn't happen on radio anymore, which is why there's no advertising on radio, which is why people are getting laid off and companies are filing for bankruptcy everywhere. The world done changed. Took me a little while to figure that out, but the world has changed. Hey, Damon, you said there's no easy Super Bowls. Uh, 55-10 over the Broncos. That was pretty easy. Yeah, you you're are right about that. That was easy. I don't think that that's waiting for you with the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think it's going to be 55-10. Again, the 
Chiefs are showing up to a Super Bowl with maybe the worst offense they've had in years, but the best defense they've ever had. And everybody's favorite cliche is what wins championships? That's right. Say it with me. Special teams. No, it's defense. There's an awful lot of defense. Again, I am hopefully somehow, some way through the prism of Fred Warner is the perfect guy to guard Kelsey. Um, I will talk myself into the Niners. But just, like, without thinking about it too much, how do you not take the best defense on the field and Patrick Mahomes? Like, just, like, let's not overanalyze this. You're telling me I get Mahomes and the best defense in the game? It's a tough, tough situation and not pick. If you're not picking that, you're probably a Niners fan. E. Scott Burns, if we had a quarter for every time we hear bang, bang, Niner gang, we can all retire this week. Time to really study the film and have a defense play four full quarters. Purdy's got to be smart and play the way he did in the second half. Yeah, it is going to take a complete game effort. Albert wants to know, when is Nick Wright coming on this week? Well, that's to be determined a little bit after today's show. I'll be in touch with Nick, but it is going to happen this week. A Nick Wright appearance. I will yell at him. Smiley Dan says, you know, CJ Gardner Johnson just waving to the fans was wild, but now we realize that he was saying goodbye because they weren't even going to bother showing up after halftime. Yeah, that's the thing. Maybe he was just saying goodbye, everybody. Thanks for having us here. The hotel accommodations were lovely. Time for us to go. By the way, I got a little, is this on me or is this on the screen? Okay, yeah, there's a little dot on the screen there. All right. Maybe use Elijah Mitchell next game also. Yeah, I, look, we've been we, we, we've been saying this all season long. I think Elijah Mitchell is going to help you win more games than he is going to lose games for you. Give Christian McCaffrey a blow. Get Elijah Mitchell in the game. This is. Uh, Allen, down by 17. That's an amazing comeback. Similar to the uh, two sets lead that Yannick Sinner had to overcome to win the Australian Open. What is that, golf? I'm just kidding. I, again, I, I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I've never been into tennis. Can't get into it. Just not my sport. Not my sport. Big Mac 8675, so proud of this team and the resiliency that they have. Big boy football playing from behind. We going to the Super Bowl, baby. Yeah, I mean, what's a what's a what's a better way to even say it, right? Super Bowl or Vegas? A Las Vegas Super Bowl. Talk about a few things that you would have never, ever, ever have said just a few years ago. Like, that'll never happen. Like, they're, they're going to go ahead and sue Tony Romo for doing a fantasy football conference. Uh, and, and, and look at where we are now in the world of football and gambling. There's an NFL team in Las Vegas, and that's where the Super Bowl is this year. Didn't have that one on my 10-years-old bingo card. Otis Bird the third. Good things happen to good people. What a first year, Damon, on YouTube. Well, thank you very, very much. And I appreciate all the help you've done, Otis. You're one of my uh 
uh, my best disciples. You, you preach the gospel, and I thank you very much for it. Michael Diaz says, you know, Mahomes was losing in every game in his first Super Bowl run in 2019. The Chiefs were down 23 to nothing against the Titans. All Mahomes got was praise back then. But Brock gets hate. Again, yeah, you're right. But but I don't even, here's the thing, I don't even, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. Like, I think we should uh, thank People like my friend Nick Wright for volunteering the information that they don't quite know what they're talking about or they're not going to let actual information stand in the way of their personal bias when evaluating some situations in sports. I mean, at some point, everybody's doing the Skip Bayless, LeBron isn't a good basketball player show, but not me. And that's why you hopefully keep on coming back here because you know I'm not going to treat you like idiots. Again, the smart adult sports fan is the least served consumer in sports these days. And that's what I hope to do here with you. And thank you for the incredible response here in year one. I can't wait to see what year five of the plus looks like. Can't wait to see it. Ripper is so right here. Ripper 925, NFL playoffs to game of momentum. The Lions O-line was tough and the Niners hung in. They were more than tough. They were whipping the pants off the Niners. In that first half, it wasn't like Ben don't break. It was a we're getting stomped first half for the 49ers. And here they are. Here they are. Chardonnay Dog coming in with a 16 for the 16,000 subscribers we now have here. And thank you very much to each of you. Go ahead, hit like and subscribe, please. Damon in Vegas. They're going to give Daddy the Rain Man suite? I, I don't think so. I mean, I... I, I I got a nice little reputation in Vegas, but when every whale in the world flies in, those, those Rain Man suites are, are pretty much occupied. How about this? I don't have a Rain Man suite. I got my main man, Ike, saying, I got that. Sprinkle it. Sprinkle it. So our coverage from Las Vegas will be brought to you by Ike's in a way where, you know, they, they, they've been a sponsor for everything. Ike has been a sponsor for everything. There is nobody who believes in me and this channel as much as Ike does outside of Jillian herself and a few of you. And I thank him very much for it because I cannot wait to get there, hang out with him. Um, and yeah, you're right, Mark. It's all tax write-off. Absolutely. Can you... Can you write off stripper tips? I don't know. <laughs> VIP Patel. Damon, thank you all year you did this year for covering the Niners with class and truth. We're going to the Super Bowl. What a game. Well, thank you, man. Thank you very much. Again, Talking to you like you're not some goofball. Not talking to you 
in the lowest common denominator way to go about talking about sports is something that I think people are really looking forward to. And you'll find it over here. Leave it to Sportacus. Hey, you know, the Lions went four mile. Then they hit a wall. Yeah, not eight mile. That was four mile. And all I can tell you is that there's no such thing as halfway crooks. This is a beautiful thing. Fun fact here, the Lions have been to more NFC championship games this century than the Dallas Cowboys. Isn't that something else? The Lions have had more postseason success than the Dallas Cowboys. How about Purdy's legs, writes VIP Patel. We need to see more of that. Oh, you mean uh, Lamar Purdy? Isn't that something else? I'll tell you, he was walking into the stadium and he had a duffel bag with him. Like most players bring a bag, but he also had a backpack with him too. And I asked on Twitter, I'm like, what do you think he's bringing to his home locker room? Like, what does he need to bring from home? Because I don't think Brock is the kind of guy who shows up with the, uh, all right, if we win the game, I'm going to wear this flashy outfit. And if we don't win the game, I'm going to go with outfit B, uh, the second, second plan outfit. So it's less flashy. The man's not flashy enough to have a flashy outfit in the bag. He doesn't need any towels. They'll do all the laundry that, you know, they need that he needs done at the facility. What's he bringing with him? What's he bringing with him? Somebody said all the dinks and dunks. He's carrying his receipts and his dinks and dunks. I thought that was a pretty good response. Crazy juice. And by the way, it was great to see Kyle Juszczyk heavily involved in that game plan. He needs to be in the Super Bowl as well, I believe. Can we finally win this six Lombardi trophy? It feels like now or never, man. Feels like now or never. Or maybe not never, but you're never going to have a better chance than right now. I mean, here you are. Here you are. You don't get many bites at this apple. You don't. You know, with all of the glory that has befallen the 49ers franchise, this is their eighth Super Bowl, which is tied for the second most of all time. But it still doesn't feel like a lot. So just getting to this moment is worth it. Absolutely worth it. And appreciate it. Appreciate the journey, not just the destination. And I think we've done that. I think we've talked people into doing that over here. Rockin' New Air 84 says, I remember when Damon had a megaphone with Joe Fortenbaugh. <laughs> I did hit Fortenbaugh with like a, a slide whistle and a megaphone on a, oh, I've been picked to come do a morning show, like host swap thing. Habe. Hey, behaves. Michelle Haberman says, it's very cool that Giannico gets to rep the bay. Isn't that? I love that. I hope they're picking up room, board, everything for Gianna. Put it on, put it on CBS's tab. Put it on CBS's tab, baby. Uh, Damon, will you be walking around with a supersized drink hanging off your neck? No, I'm not from Arkansas. I'm not going to drink like it's a contest in Vegas. I'm going to pace myself. Daddy, no, this is not my first rodeo. We will not be 
strapping a sugar stick that is disguised as maybe a little alcohol in there. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We don't need a yardstick of daiquiri when you got just a few ounces of really good, good whiskey. Nicholas J over on Twitter says, frankly, I changed the channel to Pink Fong at the behest of my toddler in the late second quarter. Knew I was a jinx and I didn't check back until late fourth quarter. Fandom and fatherhood clash. It happens to me all the time, Nicholas. It happens to me all the time. Again, I thought it was a really good year one for the Plues. It would have been even better if my beautiful boys weren't four and two years old and still an awful handful. Um, but all I can tell you is Nicholas J. I don't want you turning on the fourth quarter until you're done with at least four or five episodes of baby shark. I mean, got to keep the tradition alive. Again, Alan, look at this. Who, who on terrestrial radio is talking to Zermatt, Switzerland, you guys are, you don't have any snow in Switzerland? But global warming's a hoax? <laughs> Greg Papa, ultimate revenge. I mean, if the Niners win, it's the ultimate revenge. But we will be doing the Greg Papa revenge show that no no one else can even do. No one's a, no one's got the guts or the balls or permission to do the show that I'm going to do for you and really talk you through what happened and what could be happening for Greg? Kim gets it. She was around enough. The Greg Papa Revenge Bowl. Will Greg Papa be restricted at Allegiant Stadium by Mark Davis? How about this? If there is a way to be petty towards Greg, I bet you maybe Mark Davis or the Raiders find it. Mike Rossi's right. Shout out Switzerland. Shout out Switzerland. T from the 203 says, you know, as someone who's lost his casual NBA fandom, that was a great game Saturday night, wasn't it? That was a great game on Saturday night. The Revenge Tour. It's back on. That's right, Michelle. Oh, look at this. Plus Harmony. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? Oh, my goodness. Mike One Mike is right about this. Kelsey was a beast yesterday. What do you have, like 11 catches on 11 targets? Travis Kelsey now has more postseason receptions than Jerry Rice? I mean, my God. I didn't think another wide receiver would ever take down Jerry's postseason record, much less a tight end. But Kelsey's special. And maybe Fred Warner can be the Kelsey antidote. I would double-team Kelsey all game long, and if anyone else beats you, I could live with that. 
I don't think the 49ers can look at themselves in the mirror having lost a Super Bowl in which Patrick Mahomes was throwing to Travis Kelsey 15 times for 13 catches, 148 yards, and three touchdowns. That can't happen. That just can't happen. You can lose to the Chiefs. You just can't lose like that. Dr. Jazz Hands, Damon, when are you getting to Vegas? We shall grab a brew. How will the Super Bowl be different than the first one we played against them? Well, you're not going to have Jimmy Garoppolo back there making his choices. That's big. That's big. With all due respect to Jimmy, Jimmy got on the big stage and shrunk a little bit. Brock Purdy continues to thrive on the big stage. And even if he struggles early, he's been there late. And, Doc, I get there on Wednesday. Wednesday is like a check-in, check-in to the hotel, check-in to the media center, check-in and figure out how the week is set up, start coordinating some things. I know I'm going to be going and doing a show at VEASAN with a buddy of mine named Tim Murray, so that's probably something I got to get on the books there. Wednesday's a moving parts day, but maybe on Thursday or Friday. Maybe on Thursday or Friday, we can get it all together. Party. Again, this is, this is a work trip. I will be on, I'm not going to call it my best behavior. I'm just going to call it behavior. I will be on my behavior. I will be behaving just a little in Las Vegas. And not to let anybody down, I won't be like, really well behaved well honey jillian's walking around right here she's a honey what level of behavior are you expecting out of me in las vegas if you're in vegas you better have fun in vegas just don't come on with anything that you can give to me thanks If that's not the girl you're looking for, fellas, I don't know who else you want. It doesn't matter where you work up your appetite. Just come home to eat. (laughs) Thank you, honey. Go Niners! She's happy. She's happy. Mike won Mike. Nick Wright has picked against the Niners every single week. How much money has he lost on Brock Purdy? Hopefully a lot. That'll serve him right. Look, when it comes to handicapping, who is and isn't good from Bay Area sports? My man Nick's got a blind spot. Total blind spot. Chef A, what's Amy Trask saying today? Probably less. And from her, when it comes to Brock Purdy quarterback evaluation, maybe less is more. Uh, Less is not more in the likes department. Go ahead, hit a like, hit a subscribe. Again, members of the initiated, new ones are showing up every day. New members of the initiated are here and around us. Ben Hewitt joined last night. Terrence Sullivan became a member. White Folks T became a member. Uh, Words of Wisdom became a member. Jeff G. Now among the initiated, along with Beboop1988, Bebop1988. All members as of yesterday. 
Thank you very, very much. Approaching 100 members. Some might even say you are born into it at this point. Others are merely training. Again, I'm not Sports Bane. Maybe Sports Bane gets to Vegas. You know what? That might be the best video I cut in Las Vegas. Because Kruger and I are split in a room. <laughs> and, and what if I just woke up Larry in full Sports Bane mask and a towel just to scare the hell out of him one morning? <laughs> that poor guy. Big Mac saying year five Damon is going to be big time giving away Super Bowl tickets. Let's see where we are. Let's see where we are. But thank you for the support, Big Mac. You've been an OG from the get-go. Words of wisdom say, Damon, will someone please have an intervention with Chase Young? His hustle is lacking. I actually thought he played a bit better in the NFC Championship game than we saw from him in the divisional round. He did have a good tackle for a loss. He seemed a bit more active. But I just say it like this. It's real simple. Chase, line your own pockets. This is about your next contract, which probably isn't going to be with the 49ers. So you better need to put you, you can put, put something on tape in the Super Bowl because your, your command of top dollar is going more like this than it is like this. Can't wait to see you under the bright light, Dr. Pl I mean, normally when you go to Vegas, you're not putting shit on tape that is evidence, but this time around we will be. Brian says, what are the YouTube plans with Fortin Bra? You're going to be roaming in his territory. Well, that's the thing. ESPN shut down its Las Vegas studio the year before Las Vegas gets the Super Bowl and Joe is now in Bristol. Joe's not going to be there. The, Joe lived in Las Vegas right before the Super Bowl or Fish came to Las Vegas. And now he's out. But yes, you can expect a Fortinball Friday. If not Friday, Fort and Bruce, I do hope, will be assembling this week. True Blue Forever, Damon. You ever run off the rails? You ever, you ever run the rails off an Ike sandwich? I don't even know how you can run the rails off a sandwich, but I do know that when you're around Vegas with Ike, because Vegas is all about hospitality, and hospitality loves good sandwiches, and there is an Ike's in Vegas, and I walked into a steakhouse in the Cosmo with Ike, and we almost ate for free. Like, we were sent out an ungodly amount of, hey, the chef wants to just say he loves your place, Ike, and here you go. We got like seafood towers. We got like some monkey bread. We got salads. We got, uh, you know, like good wedge salads too. Not pretty lady salads, but manly beefy salads with bacon and blue cheese all over them. Uh, I think there was like a little calamari action that came out to the point where when it was time to order steaks, Ike and I, like an old married couple, decided, hey, let's just get one steak and split it. 
They fed us so well. Little comp dessert came out. I think a bottle of wine got thrown on there for us. I mean, rolling with Ike is rolling with celebrity, baby. Again, there's a certain amount of celebrity that you reach just talking sports for a living. When you're making one of the greatest sandwiches on planet Earth, you're basically like the living embodiment of what Ronald McDonald used to be. People get excited for Ike. Again, old Dirty Hungus. Damon, if Fortinbaugh can't get you upgraded, what's he even doing out there? Again, he's not there anymore. When I needed him the most. I told Fortinbaugh, I'm like, hey, 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 hey. I need fish tickets. You got to make that happen since you're Mr. Las Vegas. Thanks for nothing, Joe. We had to pay through the nose for those. By the way, um, of course, you can, Damon. Stripper tips count as entertainment expenses. They sure do. Are you entertaining a climate? No, nah, entertaining myself. Uh, our friend Mark Persante says, Damon, yes, marketing. That's what that is. <laughs> Damon, take my uh, monthly payment as a member and use it at the blackjack table. Deal. Deal. That will happen. What a fun time to be alive. What a fun time. Look, San Francisco needed a little bounce in its step, right? What could do more to bring some business and some life back down to downtown San Francisco than a little something called a Super Bowl parade? Let's see if we can get one of those. Wouldn't that be spectacular? Because I've been to a Warrior parade, and that was big. And I've been to a Giants World Series parade, and that was a monster. Football rules them all. I can't even imagine the millions of people that would be downtown San Francisco. Unbelievable. Unbelievable how they got to this game. Again, maybe they shouldn't even be there, but no apologies are necessary. And Sportacus says, no sound effects for C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, no sound effects at all. Just toodaloo. Nicholas J., Ooh, now I'm dying to know the Greg Papa Raiders divorce story. I'll tell you all about it. I'm going to do like the 30 for 30 on that. It'll happen. It'll happen. Can't give it all away here on Monday. We got two weeks to kill, right? Thank God. Thank God I don't have four hours a day of two weeks to kill because that would be a waste of your time. That would be old media. That's why that media is broken. This media, not broken, and we're not going to break it by wasting your time. We will make good use of it. There will be a Fortinbaugh. There will be the Greg Papa segment. There will be Nick Wright. There will be feats of strength and airing of grievances. It's gonna all going to happen this week. Tina Turner and Hooch. Damon, I last saw you at the Guardsman Crab Feed. Let's hang out in my newly adopted town of Vegas. Consider doing a Damon and Larry meet and greet for subscribers. We will let people know. 
And by the way, I do remember seeing you at the crab feed. Thanks so much for coming up and saying hello. We'll do something. Larry and I will put the flag up and see who can come on out. These are good times. Talk about a little bit of a difference. How about this? Daniel Depina, which is French or Spanish for the Pina, um, says, uh, we didn't have Trent Williams back in 2019. No, you didn't. Trent Williams will be the difference. I, Daniel, I hope you're right. I hope he's the one making sure Clark's not out there batting down balls and just dominating this line of scrimmage. Red jet shell. <laughs> Dude, that woman said no viruses. I'm telling you, my wife is... You know what my wife is? My wife is the embodiment of self-confidence. She got it. She ain't worried or threatened by nothing. Does Jillian have a sister? First of all, AJ, Jillian with a G. That's how you remember. She's an OG, Jillian with a G. But uh, she does have a sister who's nothing like her. <laughs> they're, she, they're, they're not alike. By the way, Stacy Leo giving Jillian the round of applause. Again, Red Jet loves it. The queen said, don't bring that shit to me. <laughs> Go Niners in the background. That's, that's a walk-off appearance. Chef A, drop that mic. Jillian did. She did. I love it. I wish I had a wife like that. Just kidding. My wife is great. Keeps the home fire burning. <laughs> Freddie, thank you very much. <laughs> Red Jet Shell, she dropped it like sexual chocolate. She did. Perfect woman. She is. She's awesome, man. She's awesome. You're all awesome. Again, uh, my grandmother gave me really, really good advice in my life. She said, surround yourself with people that care. And you all care. And boy, do I care. My wife cares. And together, we care an awful lot. And the amount of support that I've received from you guys has been overwhelming. Um, it's really been special. And I thank you all for it. La Profesora saying, Sports Bane waking up Larry. That's a whole new Niner wake up, isn't it? <laughs> How will this Super Bowl be different? That's the question. Here's the answer. Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Ayuk Ward, Trent, and most importantly, the experience of being there by Shanahan, Debo, Kittle, Bosa, and Armstead. Boy, I hope you are right. I hope you are right. Damon, when you get to 25,000 subscribers, what's the first thing you'll do? Buy the licensing right to Jenny was a friend of mine. Probably going to take a little bit more than that 25,000 range to afford that. But yes, eventually, I want it back. Who did more for that song, The Killers or me? I think there's a debate to be had. By the way, The Killers should be playing halftime of Vegas's Super Bowl. Not, not Usher. Who's going to do a great job? But you can feel the actual level of, oh, it's Usher. Eh. Like, there's no buzz around Usher's halftime show. Nobody really gives a shit that this is going to be the halftime show that's happening. Nobody. 
I think Fortenbaugh moved to Connecticut. Otis, you keep tabs on every element of Bay Area radio. He did. He did. This is Lawrence Rosenbluth. Yo, Damon, love the new format. First time checking in, just subscribed. If you remember, I'm your old pal, Larry Taxi. Oh, Larry Taxi. You've been around forever, my man. Thank you so much. Good to see you. Words of wisdom. Jingle jangle goes right into the ganja jar. Thank you. Larry needs to whisper in Wilkes' ear to replace Chase Young with Beal. Look at Beal. The guy is ready. His favorite team is a kid, the 49ers. He's ready. Again, get him in there. Rotate him in. There's snaps to be had. When a defensive line is underperforming, there are snaps to be had. Don't be all like Steve Kerr stubborn. I'm sticking with freaking Clay, even as he's taking a two for 18 from the floor. Keep working it. Keep working it. We need Dom at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, Damon, just so you know, uh, sports Bane is intimidating, but towel Bane is just scary. Is that a mask? Or are you just happy to see me? Uh, <laughs> that would be frightening. Damon, you should reach out to Greg Papa for an interview. He might have to be at a different time or not live at the same time, but I'm sure he would be down. Maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. What would also not be down would be KNBR allowing Greg Papa to appear here on the plus because I know that certain radio stations are very, very intimidated by the almost immediate success of this channel. And they should be. Again, they're just practicing in the dark. I was born in it. The parade better be in San Francisco. All I can tell you, Big Mac, is if they win a Super Bowl and the parade doesn't go up Market Street, they got to get that San Francisco off their fucking helmets. That's the way that goes. If you're going to move as far away from your city as any NFL team has ever moved, you better get back up here to celebrate. I'll draw them a map if they've forgotten where this place is. Mike Baker, saw your reel on Miss Blocks. Let's fix that now. Oh, man. There was, there, there was a, a Miss Tackle highlight reel that the 49ers should just burn. Was that the Gibbs 15-yard touchdown run? Jameer Gibbs 15-yard touchdown run that made it 21-7 Lions. You had whiff tackles. You had arms out. You had dudes leaning. You had guys running with stride with him on the field, but not, like, diving in his legs. Like, it was awful. It was about as bad of a defensive play as the Niners had put on tape all year. All year. But they won. But they won. Thank goodness, man. Red Jet Shell, queens are confident. Always confident. Just like the ladies in this chat. You can't stop the women at a plus. 
Hey, the chef A wants to know if Ralph Barbieri is going to make an appearance. Ralph would have loved to love Las Vegas. If you could have sent the young Ralph to Las Vegas, oh my God, he would have just torn it up. He torn it up. Where's Ralph? He's still at the Rhino. <laughs> Where's Ralph? Where's Ralph? He's still in his hotel room. He can't quite get out of bed yet. Tell Tommy he's going to have to carry the first 10 minutes of the show by himself. By the way, I agree with this. Yeah, Trent is great, but Joe, Shale, uh, Joe Staley was no scrub. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of repetitive, regurgitated stories. Not here. We're going to keep it fresh. All new content. All new content. <laughs> oh, man. Daniel again. Thanks for the comment, Reed Damon. You're my favorite YouTube 49er channel now. That's all it took. Here's to getting 1 million subs. Depina is my last name. You pronounced it pretty well. It's Cape Vardinian? Vardin? I, I, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm going to have to bring in La Professora to learn how to pronounce that. Hey, Damon, did you refer to old uh, KMBR as old and busted in your 95-7 tenure? No, I didn't. I never talked down about the competition or the other station. I never, because I, I always thought that it was healthy to have two stations in town. I always thought, geez, if one lets me go, I can go back to the other. But uh, yeah, they're not doing business with actual broadcasters anymore because they're promoting hourly waged board ops to host their shows, which means the party's over, kids. That's what that means. The party is over. You know, when, when the call screener is hosting major shows, you know, that's not good. And again, look, nothing wrong with being a call screener. When the call screener is asked to go to morning drive as a co-host, then, then, then you got a problem. So there it is, kids. I've been at it. Went late last night, started early this morning. And thank you to all of you who are not only here for this show at 11 a.m. on uh, Monday through Friday, West Coast time. But for those who you were here for Wake Up, which started at 8 a.m., I'm guessing some of you might have even caught me with Gianna at 6.45 in the morning on KPIX. And that's family. That's family. Thank you for being a part of this family. Thank you for being an incredible audience. I really mean that. What a community we've built here. And it really is a sense of we all take care of each other. And you guys have taken care of me. I want you to go ahead and take care of my sponsors. Once again, thank you to Ike's. Thank you to Dr. Paul Hughes, who's made my knees feel better than ever. Thank you to Uncle Boys. Thank you 
to mybookie.ag. And I want to remind all of you that, boy, we've proven it once and again, haven't we, that sports don't build character, they reveal it.